listening to Psychology NCERT Class 11th and 12th with Dr. Kavita Bhargav. Recently, the board examination results were declared, and I found one of my friends who is also a teacher in a reputed school in Jaipur. She got thirteen students in her class of psychology who scored hundred on hundred. Yes, she was very happy. At the same time, in her school, batch average of other teachers went down. This friend of mine was feeling euphoric, while others felt sad. Some of their students even flunked the examinations, so they felt very unhappy about whatever happened. They fe- felt disappointed, while this friend of mine felt the sense of achievement. When we look at emotions, then joy, sorrow, hope, love, excitement. anger hate and many such feelings are experienced in the course of the day by all of us greetings of the day to all the listeners i am dr kavita bhargav a practicing clinical hypnotherapist and your trainer for the basics of psychology in this episode i will be talking about nature of emotions physiological basis of emotions under this we will cover the physiology of emotion and the theories like the james lang theory the kanenbard theory and then we'll talk about the cognitive basis of emotions under cognitive basis of emotions i will be talking about the satcher singer theory of emotion I hope you're doing well in these corona times and things are running smoothly. So let's move on to the first idea of today's episode nature of emotions there are few terms like mood emotion and feeling that are often confused or they are often used as synonyms with each other when we talk about emotion emotion is a complex pattern of arousal very subjective in nature and cognitive interpretation is attached to this complex pattern emotion is nothing in terms of thoughts but energy in motion energy in motion is emotion it is still in the energy body of mind when these emotion they come to the physiological part of it or the bodily part of whatever emotion we are having then they are referred to as feeling because now feelings are the display board to others feelings denote the pleasure or the pain dimension of emotion and it generally involves the bodily functions mood when we talk about mood then it is an affective state 
comparatively for long durations but of lesser intensity than emotion both feelings and mood are the terms that are narrower than the concept of emotion emotions are the broader umbrella as i stated that they are a complex pattern of arousal subjective feeling as well as the cognitive interpretation emotions are very subjective in nature as we experience them they move us internally and this process involves physiological as well as psychological reactions so each emotion vary from person to person many psychologists have tried to locate the primary emotions the six primary emotions or the emotions that are experienced and recognized everywhere are anger disgust fear happiness sadness and surprise there was a psychologist by the name izard who proposed a set of 10 basic emotions the 10 basic emotions that he talked about are joy surprise anger disgust contempt fear shame guilt interest and excitement with combinations of them resulting in other emotional blends he said there is a mix of all these so emotional blends happen according to plachik there are eight basic or primary emotions and rest of the other emotions are a result of the mixture of these eight basic emotions so he gave these eight emotions in pairs of four four opposite emotions the pairs went as joy sadness acceptance disgust fear anger and surprise anticipation at times someone can be very high on any one emotion and very low on the other so the intensity varies and so does the quality quality can be happiness or sadness or fear there are subjective and situational factors that are involved whenever one influences the experience of emotions what all factors can be involved are the gender personality psychopathology of any kind there are certain proofs that say that women are the ones who experience all the emotions except anger more intensely than men while men are prone to experience high intensity and frequency of anger why does this happen the attributions are attached because of the social roles that men play and women play in the society it is said that since men are competitive in nature then they feel more of anger while women they are more towards the affiliation and caring needs hence they feel less of anger so this was about the nature of emotions 
you know in hypnotherapy there is a flow chart flow chart number 1 i call it whenever a thought comes thought is nothing but a packet of energy energy is of two types potential and kinetic energy so on to each thought potential thought if you give contemplation energy then that thought becomes energy in motion and energy in motion in terms of thoughts is nothing but emotions so yes at times when we come to the practical part of it then emotion is nothing but energy in motion and it shakes all our bodies the seven bodies that we carry physical body aura body emotion body mind body soul body causal body and the astral body more in detail if you pick up hypnotherapy all right now let's talk about the physiological basis of emotions so let me tell you the physiological basis of emotions carry good amount of marks in most of the psychology exams and the competitive exams too so let's focus what exactly happens whenever we experience any emotion before an examination you must have felt at times that your heart starts pounding there is a kind of perspiration or throbbing templates increase perspiration heart beat increases the trembling of the limbs happen when you have to give any interview or face the audience for a speech or a debate all these physiological changes start happening in our bodies internally whenever certain situations are there in our life that we have to face them when we are excited afraid or angry these bodily changes might be relatively easy to note while at the same time we have noted the physiological changes before an examination or a viva or simply before a proposal or proposing to someone what happens inside the body when the emotions are experienced both autonomic as well as the somatic nervous system play important roles in the emotional process whenever we are experiencing emotions then there is a series of neurophysiological activations that are happening in thalamus hypothalamus limbic system and the cerebral cortex researchers proved that whenever there was an extensive injury in these brain areas of some people then there were impaired emotional abilities so selective activation of different brain areas has been experimentally shown to arouse different emotions in infant as well as the adults so let's understand the physiology of emotion from the nervous system central as well as peripheral part of the brain when we talk about thalamus then thalamus is a group of nerve cells that act as a relay center of sensory nerves when thalamus is stimulated then it produces fear anxiety and autonomic reactions theory by canbard emphasizes the role of thalamus in mediating and initiating all emotional experiences we'll be talking about this theory in a while hypothalamus is considered the primary center for regulation of emotion 
Hypothalamus is the one that regulates the homeostatic balance. It controls autonomic activities and also secretes endocrine glands and organizes the somatic pattern of emotional behavior. The third system which is involved in emotions is the limbic system. Limbic system plays a vital role in regulation of emotions. Amygdala is a part of limbic system that is responsible for emotional control and involves formation of emotional memories. The cortex is intimately involved in emotions also. However, its hemispheres have a contrasting role to play. The left frontal cortex is associated with positive feelings while the right frontal cortex is associated with the negative feelings. Now let's take up James Lange theory of emotions. The theory was given in somewhere 1884. It suggests that environmental stimuli elicit physiological responses from viscera. Viscera is the internal organs like the heart and the lungs. This in turn is associated with muscle movement. For example, whenever a road accident happens, then this would lead to increased heart rate, perspiration. This physiological change would later on lead to fear, the emotion. So road accident here is stimulus. Increased heart rate, perspiration is the specific physiological changes. When you perceive the certain physiological changes in your body, then the emotion is experienced, that is fear, that is experienced. This is what James Lange proposed. So James gave this theory and Lange supported it. So the important key point here is a particular event or stimuli will result into physiological changes and this would then lead to person's perception of these changes. Finally, the person would experience the emotion. But since, you know, it always happens, even in schools of psychology, we have seen one school then it was refuted by the other one, which led to another one. Same thing happened with the theories of emotion. So James Lange were also faced by a lot of criticisms and this theory fell in disuse. So the next theory what came up was proposed by Cannon in 1927 and Bard in 1934. It was called the Cannon-Bard theory. It states that the entire process of emotion is mediated by thalamus which after perception of emotion provoking stimulus conveys this information simultaneously to the cerebral cortex and to the skeletal muscles and sympathetic nervous system. The cerebral is the one that determines the nature of perceived stimulus by referring to some past experiences. This would finally determine the subjective experience of the emotion. At the same time, the sympathetic nervous system and the muscles provide physiological arousal and prepare 
the individual to take action so stimulus will be there in the environment the thalamus will be the next thing which would do two things together mediate it basically it would send two signals one would go to sympathetic nervous system as well as the muscles which would later on lead to physiological changes enabling action at the same time the second signal would go to cerebral cortex where the person would have a subjective experience of the emotion so they said that both of these things go together it's not like stimulus would come first then certain physiological changes would happen then the person would perceive no they said that it happens simultaneously because of the thalamus which is mediating between the sympathetic nervous system muscles as well as the cerebral cortex and the physiological change the action part plus the experience subjective emotion or the experience of the emotion happens simultaneously it is said that the autonomic nervous system is divided into two sympathetic as well as parasympathetic nervous systems and these two function together in reciprocal manner whenever a stressful situation happens the sympathetic nervous system prepares the body to face the situation the internal environment of the individual is strengthened by controlling the heart rate blood pressure blood sugar levels etc it induces a state of physiological arousal which leads to fight or flight mechanism responses in a person's life so whenever a crisis happens we respond by fight or flight mechanisms when the threat is removed then the parasympathetic nervous system gets activated and restores the homeostatic balance it calms us down back again to the normal state although both the systems act opposite but yet again they are complementary to each other they complete the process of experience and expression of emotion so this was all about the physiological changes that happen in a person's body when the experiences of emotions occur under this we studied the two theories and the autonomic nervous system and what happens in it when the experiences of emotion happens the two theories we talked about here are james lang's theory and canon bar theory now let's understand the cognitive basis of emotions most psychologists today believe that our cognitions that is the perception or the memories or the interpretations they form the essential ingredients of emotions it is not the thalamus or anything but the way we perceive the situation that would lead to the emotions or the experience of it stanley sacher and jerome singer they proposed the two factor theory in which they said that emotions have two ingredients one physical arousal and two a cognitive label attached to them they presume that our experience of emotion grows from our awareness of our present arousal they also believed that emotions are all physiologically similar but the perception brings about the change to it for example they said that the heart beats faster when we are excited 
or scared or angry whenever this physiological arousal happens we look to the external world for the explanation as to what has happened to us thus in their view an emotional experience requires a conscious interpretation of the arousal so perceived external stimulus goes to two places physiological arousal as well as the cognitive labeling these two together finally leads to the experience of emotion this is what sacher and singer theory of emotion talks about it says if you are aroused by any physical exercise or someone is teasing you there is already an arousal that is happening this may lead to any kind of provocation so in order to test this theory sacher and singer in 1962 they injected subjects with epinephrine a drug that produces high arousal epinephrine is the hormone that is released when we face a danger or crisis situation that leads to fight or flight mechanism so when fight or flight happens then the sympathetic nervous system sends epinephrine to the body part whichever part like if we, if you have to fight it goes to the hands if you have to take a flight the epinephrine norepinephrine goes to the legs so that we can run away this is this gives us the energy so what did they do was they injected their subjects with epinephrine now these subjects were made to observe the behavior of others as in either one shooting papers in waste basket like euphoric manner or in an angry manner like stomping on the room out of the room as they predicted the euphoric and angry behavior of others influenced the cognitive interpretation of the subject's own arousal and they started behaving in similar manner so physiological changes were same these subjects observed what was happening in their environment how were the other people behaving and then accordingly they started interpreting or behaving as per the groups they were placed in euphoric and angry behavior of others so this actually influenced the cognitive interpretation of whatever was happening in their own body they felt the same emotion so this was given by satcher and singer with this we finish our episode number 3 in motivation and emotion In this episode we talked about nature of emotions physiological basis of emotions and the cognitive basis of emotions in nature of emotions we differentiated between mood feeling and emotion we also learnt about six emotions that are primary in nature izard gave 10 basic emotions or primary emotions while prochek gave eight basic or primary emotions in sets of four we also learned that women get less of anger while men get more intensity and frequency of anger because of the social roles that both men and women play under physiological basis of emotions we talked about james lange theory and cannonbar theory we also understood the role of thalamus hypothalamus limbic system and cortex whenever we experience the emotions 
James Lange said that the stimulus happens followed by specific physiological changes in the body which then leads to perception of the physiological changes and then we experience the emotions while Cannon Bard Bard talked about the stimulus and the thalamus role how thalamus mediates between sympathetic nervous system and the muscles as well as the cerebral cortex the cerebral cortex leads to subjective experience of the emotion while the sympathetic nervous systems and the muscles they lead to certain physiological changes that enables certain action we also understood how in autonomic nervous system both sympathetic nervous system and parasympathetic nervous system operate one gives the arousal part the other brings us back to the balance or the homeostasis under cognitive basis of emotion i talked about satcher and singer theory satcher and singer talked about the perceived external stimulus that gives signal to two places that involves two things physiological arousal and cognitive labeling both the things happen simultaneously whenever the physiological arousal happens the individual look in the environment to interpret what exactly is happening around and then give it a label this leads to experience of the emotion this was given by satcher singer they also did an experiment in which they injected the subjects with epinephrine a drug that produces high arousal the subjects then observed the behaviors of other people around them some angry some stomping out of the room and they followed the same they experienced the same emotion there is a machine called lie detectors which is often used to check whether a person is saying a truth or a lie this typically works upon the measures in changes in the blood pressure heart rate breathing rate and depth and the galvanic skin responses so it is believed that whenever a person is lying all these things the physiological changes would happen and that's how we can examine whether the person is saying the truth or the lie so this these lie detectors are actually used in the court of law where we can find out whether the witness is saying the truth or not or the victim at times is correct or not so these are the polygraphs that show how exactly an individual is feeling and based upon these feelings or the emotions the judgment happens however this is doubtful but still it is used by law enforcing agencies for lie detection so with this we finish the episode if you like this episode please remember to share it with your friends and family all those who are studying for civil examinations or the education or the bed part the 11th and 12th students who are facing the viva or the written examinations or the people in jail services or police services all of them can benefit out of this podcast of mine i wish you all the best stay safe stay home i'll see you next week with another topic in continuation with motivation and emotions for sure we'll be talking about cultural basis of emotions expressions of emotions and the remaining topics under this chapter 
so follow me on facebook group if you feel like joining clinical hypnotherapy course then the next level 1 in is announced for 8th and 9th of august 2020 you can get in touch with me through the instagram or facebook group itself and i'll see you next wednesday with the new topics till then happy learning happy healing sayonara